My dear listeners, I hope today is going amazing for you. Join me on my podcast as I share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn, they live their dreams. As they say, it's up to you to make it happen. This show is sponsored by BioMental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today I'm meeting Bill Heinrich. He is an executive coach for top uh, executives and tarpeners as well, and author of the book. Hello, Bill. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Let's start a conversation with diving into your journey of becoming the person you are today. So what led you to discover your true passion in life? How did it start for you? Well, it, <clears throat> it began... Um, living a miserable life for over 40 years and it just got to the point where i literally it was it just got to the point where i couldn't take it anymore and i walked out to find out i literally walked away from my life and went to find out why i was so miserable and that was about almost 30 years ago uh and i found a lot of answers and i'm still researching and studying and working with people so but it was, you know, <clears throat> I just, my life was very chaotic. It, uh, it was just stark survival. And something snapped and I just couldn't take it anymore. So I began to search. So I know you, um, your first book is Seven Levels of Truth. Uh, how? Yes you come to the inspiration like what happened that you decided to write a book and what is the uh, meaning behind it well the reason i wrote the book is uh, at the time i wrote it which was i don't know time flies four years ago whatever but it's everything that i use in my coaching program mm -hmm. so these are all the tools and resources that i've uncovered that allow people to live a life of happiness without sacrificing success, without sacrificing success. And everything is in the book. It took me five years to write it, to get it where it's simple enough that people could understand it. Uh, and it's helped a lot of people. Right, and you're also the coach for the executives and, um, so I wanted to ask you, in order to become a true leader, what kind of qualities that person should possess and what they should focus on in terms of developing their character to get to that level? Because like you said, it's not all about money and 
uh, we should focus more on how to obtain that happiness without sacrificing our own values. So what should be the focus and how we can develop those values and traits in order to get to that level? This is such a great question. I would, I, I've been in business for over 50 years. So I've seen business from a lot. I've owned a number of different businesses. And <clears throat> with the things that I've uncovered in my research, I handle business totally different today, completely different than I used to. Number one, I don't sell anymore. I make connections with people. I build relationships because when you build a relationship, you, the most important thing you can have in business is mutual appreciation where you, appre where you appreciate each other, right? When you have that, you have everything. You may not do business, but you have energetically a very good situation. So for any entrepreneurs, any anybody in business, executives, CEOs, one thing I will guarantee you is this. We all have life lessons and our life lessons show up over and over and over again, personally in business in every aspect of our life. So the most important thing you can do is understand your inner game. What are the emotions and stories that are driving you? The ones that are controlling your life, the ones that you learned 30 or 40 years ago that are still in there controlling you. Because as you can change those, you then can create more power in the form of clarity. You can tap into more potential. So for leaders, that's important. The other thing that's very important for any leaders or managers is anyone on your team, anyone you're working with, A, work with them equally. Do not be a boss, be a human. And give them the responsibilities that will allow them to grow and be so, become so good that they'll leave you. Now, why would I say that? Because with that energy, you're going to prosper no matter who's in that position. And, and the more responsibility and clarity that your team and people that work with you have, the you exceed at an exponentially greater amount. And I've worked with a number of leaders with that. They're shocked that how it changes the whole energy of the culture of, of the business itself. Because the people are, and then the people do leave, but hey, people change jobs. Right. And but, like you said, the responsibility is a very important aspect. First, we have to start within ourselves, take responsibility of what we have in our life and understand that we are the one created that in the first place. Boy. You're and so right. With taking that ownership, you know that you're the one that could change it. So what is that story that's on your mind that's creating all of that you have? And if you're not satisfied with it, you're the one who can change it. And like you said, knowing that story and releasing those limiting beliefs that you have that's holding you back, that's what actually affects your personal growth. And with you understanding that, also you can 
connect with others on a better level, more meaningful connection that you can build, a relationship mm -hmm. that could, you know, bring you to that success and give you uh, that opportunity to grow your business. And if you give that responsibility to somebody else and see what is their potential and give them uh, the opportunity to express yep. themselves fully, that's where you see exactly you know, official relationship between both of us. Mm -hmm. You know, what's so funny, what's really so funny in it is as I talk to people and I do interviews, my expertise is clarity and it's, it might, I'm an expert in the area of energy and emotional intelligence. What I have learned is this, is if you really wanna live a very high quality life of fulfillment and purpose, you only wanna focus on your energy, on your vibration. You don't wanna look at anything else. That's all you wanna focus on. And here's why. The entire universe runs on a vibration. That's a scientific fact. Everything's a vibration. When you focus on your vibration, you will know the truth of whether something's draining energy from you, taking your energy, putting you in a toxic state of worry, stress, or if something's giving you energy. Because when you're working from a place of responsibility, in your purpose, your energy just keeps expanding. It's you, when you're living your life purpose, it's your energy just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, cause it, that's the way energy works. So as I've studied this, let me break it down really simply. We have two operating systems in our life. Every human does, okay? One of them negotiates our way in physical life and the other one negotiates our way in our emotional life. So in our physical life, our operating system is our head. Our head uses logic and its only job is to protect you. Mm -hmm. That's what it does, the head and the ego. It's all about protection. The heart is the operating center for emotions and it's the operating center to connect with infinite wisdom, universal wisdom. And the way you access universal wisdom is you quiet down your involvement in your physical life with the interruptions, the chaos, and all the needless white noise. This is why people meditate. This is why they do yoga, because it puts them in a space where they can connect and understand more of the energies available to you when you connect with what I like to call all that is. And when you connect with all that is, you're in a state of infinite potential, infinite love. Inf there's no fear mm -hmm. in the non-physical. The only place you can create fear and worry is in the physical. So you can't do it. The heart can't create fear. It can feel it, but it can't create it. There has to be a story inside you that creates it. So the responsibility, real quick, you talked about responsibility, and I love that because I look at it energetically. 
And I always ask people, which would you rather, there's accountability and responsibility, which one's more important? And it's responsibility because energetically, okay, forget the physical, let's just look at this, the energy of it. When you're responsible, the energy of it is one of, I am taking charge, I will handle this, I will do the best I can. When you're accountable, you no longer are in charge. Mm. When you're responsible, you are in your power. You're claiming whatever your power is, regardless of the situation in front of you. When you're accountable, you're instantly a victim. Mm. Because you have to report to someone else to seek approval for the completion of whatever it is you're after. And anytime you go outside of yourself and answer to someone and allow them to determine the outcome for you, you're a victim. Mm -hmm. no, definitely. And uh, for some reason, some a lot of people avoid responsibility. They like <laughs> to be in a victim position of their life and blame outside uh, external factors for why they're not achieving a certain goal or mm -hmm. success but again once you start realizing that you are the one created that even yeah unintentionally if, even if you don't know that you don't want but it's still happening right mm -hmm. so it's just with you avoiding that fact you know you just uh take longer time to get there, but if you really you're gonna get there at, in, in some lifetime, but we are here to yeah. learn lessons. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a lesson in itself. You have to come to the conclusion and understand that if you take that responsibility, it's not a burden, it really is a freedom for you. Like if you just gonna take that charge over your life, and that's mm -hmm. the best that you can do because then you know that nobody will affect anything but you. So with knowing yes. that, it gives you that freedom to act upon what you want and just take those steps. And the problem, and this is what I show people how to do. I show people literally how to live their life purpose. And I give a 100% guarantee on their success money back because the problem they're in is they're stuck in survival they can only see the physical they can only think about things in the material and it's it's just all about it's a basic survival getting by day to day and typically the thing that sends people over to the quote-unquote spiritual, woo-woo, metaphysical, whatever you want to call it, okay, is a trauma of some sort where they go, oh, I've got to do something. And you're talking to a friend. Oh, why don't you try yoga? And you go try yoga. Go, oh, this is like, I don't know about the exercise, but it's peaceful. And, and it, it just these little openings happen and you, you, know, you start moving that way. I take people there very, very fast if they're committed. I can take them there very, very fast. But 
<laughs> you have to step across the bridge that a majority of what you were taught in your past doesn't serve you anymore. It's that letting go of the obligations and all the things we learned as children from our family. You know, you just came in and you're part of that family, but you're a unique individual and you're here to do something very specific and very special that everyone else in the world has a desire in their heart for. Yeah, I believe we all have unique gifts totally. given to us, every one of us, and we're just worthy by being here. We don't need to prove our worth to anyone. We just need to understand that uh, we have that potential and to find what that is and to be able to share it with others. But like you, you know, said, <laughs> that, you don't even need you, you don't even need to find it. Really, all you need to do is understand what keeps you from it. Mm, right. Don't worry about what your purpose is. Take a hard look at what's blocking you from it. And what's blocking you from it is ignorance. We live with such narrow boundaries of ignorance in our physical life. It is laughable. It is literally laughable because there's just so, so much available to us, but we weren't brought up that way. So it's, and then when you step over and you start, you know, the other thing that I love about what I show people is everything I show them, the tools they use, when they use a tool, you don't do push-ups for 30 days. When you make a choice, you get the result. It's instant, right? Yeah, and we have to make the decision to to do something about it first. Again, it has to come like our own willingness to change. Nobody mm -hmm. will force us to do that. But that's exactly that correct. Ignorance is something that is on the way, and we are, you know, pretending that nothing is happening, and <laughs> way we're still not satisfied, and we're kind of like in between, and we don't know what but to do. We have no way out. Yeah. And, and when I look at it, Anna, I always point out to people things that give them more clarity about the difference between living in physical and the non-physical. And you used a word a minute ago um, that I don't allow my clients to use. And that word is decision. Mm -hmm. I don't allow them to ever make another decision again in their life. Because decisions are made in the physical and they create stress. Just make a choice. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let go of decisions. When you make a choice, you're coming from a place of power. Because with choices, you know you can change if you choose. You can make a choice today and you can change it tomorrow. You are in, in control. It's an exercise and a clarity on how powerful we are. Yes, and we don't realize how much is available to us. Oh. But only if we become more mindful and really taking charge and making those choices intentionally, knowing that we are the one creating that life for ourselves. But for some reason, you know, like you said, a lot of people are stressed and they feel like they're always in that flight or fight response 
fearful, anxious, mm -hmm. worried. I think that's something that, you know, doesn't allow them to get to that relaxed, uh, peaceful state where they can see those thoughts that running on the background, all those stories that really uh, fuel that anxiety mm -hmm. even more. And what would be the practices that will help them to really become more peaceful and realize that, you know, there is something beyond what you're thinking? Well, I think I love to take very complex situations and give simple solutions to them. So what you just described is extremely complex because life is very, very, very complex. But in the basic simplicity, you're either living from a story inside of you that's running your life. In other words, you have no control over your choice because your past has created a habit that's going to force you to act a certain way. And that's living from a story. So you're either living from a story or you're writing a new story right now. The choice is yours. What's a new story? The new story is a new choice. The new story is a step into the direction of the unknown. The new story is pausing and not taking that action, doing nothing is very powerful rather than taking an action that moves your vibration down because like attracts like you're you can only attract people from a vibration you know you want to see what kind of life you're looking living look at the five closest people to you mm -hmm. This is what your energy is attracting. So rewrite your story. We can create anything we desire, anything. However, we need to be able to embrace it emotionally. If you can't embrace it emotionally, you'll never create it. Because you'll always be in conflict and resistance with it. Yeah, that's the most important piece, not just... Uh, thinking about that new story, making that new choice, mm -hmm. but also feeling it as if you're already that person, you're already living that life and you are attracting that vibration, those people into your life with what you're feeling at the moment and practicing those feelings on a daily basis for you to really, um, you know, feeling it, Kind of like automatically, eventually. So you you want to be well, in you that be, vibrational state all the time. So you have to practice it. It's 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 the process of going from a human doing mm -hmm. to a human being. The doing is being in reaction to everything outside of you. Busy, 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 da, 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 head, da, da, da. What about this? I got to do that, da, 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 da. You're not being, you're doing. Everything's outside of you. Right now, Ann and I are being. We're being connected. We're allowing ourselves 
to, with reverence, appreciate each other's uniqueness and position for the benefit of everyone involved, whatever comes out. Is that correct? Of course, yes. Yeah. And so there's no competition. Everybody's different. Everybody is right where they're supposed to be on their spiritual path. No one's better than anybody else. We just have had more or less of certain experiences. But the more you let go of your physical life and learn detachment and surrender and start understanding the non-physical side of life, you will go to a place of contentment that you don't have the capacity to understand in this moment. People say to me with my coaching, what's going to happen? It's like, who knows? We have no idea what's going to happen when the real you shows up. When you understand yourself energetically, everything changes. Always for the best. I'm, yeah, and this is also difficult for people because nowadays, you know, with social media, we're trying okay. to compare ourselves. We're so competitive. We're looking at others and trying so to get what they want, what they have, right? And not understanding that we are all have our unique path. And like you said, based on our experiences and awareness, that's what translates into physical reality as well. But mm -hmm. really looking into who we are and to find that energetic place where we can uh, thrive and really feel that um, life flowing through us and so we can mm -hmm. create more. That's where the focus should be, not to really compare ourselves to yeah. others. No, when you're doing that, you're in judgment. You feel less than or better than, and you're never equal with anyone, it's impossible. I live that way many, many decades, many decades. And, and you said a word, Anna, that's very important. You, you mentioned the word thrive. And I give a keynote talk on surviving versus thriving. You cannot thrive in your physical life. It is impossible. You can only thrive when you understand the non-physical side of life. You know, thriving comes and is created by energy. And in the world of thriving, there are words that we use that we have no idea what they look like in the physical. Let me give you a couple of examples, yeah. okay? What does love look like? Um, it's hard to describe, really. It could be anything. You can go to a moment where you experience love and you might be with your dog, you might be with your cat, you might be with your wife, you might be with your family. You might, you, you see, what does abundance look like? Yeah, like you can are, see, but you cannot really. Put exactly, Anna. They are states of being, mm. not doing. Peacefulness. What does that look like? I can go on and on when you look. If I talk to you about money, 
well, yeah, money's this, what country you're in, and you know, you're going to describe it in the physical. But when you're living, what I, you know, I teach people how to live their life purpose. And when you're living your life purpose, you're doing what Anna and I are doing this morning. We are showing up from a place of love for the benefit of all involved, regardless of the outcome. There was no precursor to this podcast this morning. We simply got on and connected. That's all you need to do when you have the capacity to be present and understand that the most important thing in life is the present moment, which is gone, by the way. Now I'm in a new one. Our life is sliding away from us very fast. The day you die, everything you have goes to somebody else. But everything you are stays with you for eternity. It's very important to understand that everything is temporary in our lives and we have to be present here right now in this moment. And that's where the power is. And that's where we can be our best and create and leave something behind after we're gone. Mm -hmm. Living in a purpose and living mm -hmm. a legacy, I think they go like head to head to each other. Well, it, it's, it's kind of like a farmer planting his field. We don't know when it's going to sprout, how it's going to grow, but it, yes, it's going to create a legacy of some sort. But, you know, something, what I've found to be true is this, is everyone is focused on the physical mm -hmm. and their goal in life, the overarching goal in life is to get to death safely. Mm. Find a way to get to death safely. And which <laughs> there's so many ironies in it. The number one irony is the greatest fear that you can have in physical form comes from the fear of loss. Mm -hmm. And that fear of loss is planted in us immediately because we know that death is waiting for us. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of time. And so you've, you've got this whole paradox around that energetically of the way people feel it and live it. It's, it's amazing when they start seeing it and becoming aware of it, then they can make conscious choices if they choose. Mm -hmm. And also, death is inevitable for each one of us. I yeah. think, like, what is the point of being scared of it? You know, it's still going to come no matter what. So with you being fearful and knowing that, um, you know, and kind of like being scared of it or in a way preparing for it and living in the future, thinking, worrying about it, it's just keeping you stuck here right now and not allowing you to be at your best. So I always think um, fear is an illusion that we create in our mind. Again, oh, totally. different type of thoughts that's coming in and we allow that to happen. Well, but we have no choice. 
the reason we don't have any choice is when we look at it and compare it, the only thing we have to compare it to is a short time of life. And because we're in a protective in our head, right? It's like, oh, there's our first piece of the thing. We're always like, you know, and it's like, it's just ever present, always there. It's always there disturbing your life. When you, when you can come to the present moment, your mind can't join you. Your mind cannot come to the present moment. It is not possible. You can only come here with your heart. If I'm thinking about what I'm going to say to you when you're talking, I'm not with you. Right. If I'm sitting here absorbing and connecting with you and then just flowing with the conversation, but your mind can't come to the present moment. The other thing that can't, you know, the other thing that cannot come into the present moment, fear. Mm. It's impossible to have fear in the present moment. It's impossible. Right. And sometimes you have to go, you have to go to the past. It's the mm. only way you can create fear is from going to the past. You go to some story or belief inside you that ignites the energy of fear. Or people say past or future, but there's no future. Your future is just your past thrown out in front of you. That's all it is. Because you can only resource your past. And you can't bring your mind nor fear to the present moment. Now, mind you, I'm not talking about a physical altercation where you feel like you're being physically threatened. I'm, we're, we're talking about emotions here. So I want to be very clear about that. Oh, of course. And those negative emotions I've noticed usually triggered with something, um, you know, that's happening right now, but that trigger brings you again, that story from the past. And like you mentioned, all those type of emotions, fear, anxiety, worry, it comes from the past. And without us releasing those stories, we're still going to be triggered with a different situation that's happening, but something you have to go find you have, something similar, and then we'll again go to the past, and we kind of being, um, you know, we're not present really right now, and we're not connected with our heart, and uh, we should find this way of releasing those type of negative emotions. And also, I've, I've noticed how um, with people practicing the same type of emotions, they feel like it's normal to, to be stressed. You know, it's normal to hard work and we have and, to work the harder, the better, you know. They're and right. not really... Uh, understanding what could bring us that success and happiness because if we normalize that type of uh, state that we're in always stressed and anxious how can we we need to understand that it's not normal and it shouldn't be this way we shouldn't suffer here we should feel joyful relaxed at peace being happy right the you know that <laughs> 
the people that are stressed and overwhelmed and <clears throat> which is required to be successful, they're right. That's the way they view life and they're right. And that's what their life looks like. It's right for them. It doesn't have to be that way. But when we live our lives, we have a tendency to believe that everybody else is seeing life the way we are, too, to some degree. We have that overarching kind of belief. And the truth of the matter is, you can live any life you desire. Period. You can create and live any life that you desire. You are completely 100% in control of that. You just need the awareness so that you have options to make choices. When you were, uh, <clears throat> oh, I, I'm sorry, I just slipped away from me. There was a point I wanted to make about something you had said, and I forgot what it is. But create any life you desire. Yeah. I always, um, you know, say, so whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Again, yeah. that's what you think about what you can do, what are your skills, abilities, and how you can um, create what you want or you cannot. So again, like everything is from our own, you know, self-talk. And the way we talk to ourselves has to be intentional and we have to un understand what exactly are we saying what words are we choosing because well, a lot of times we're not really compassionate with ourselves we're not showing self-love and we this is something important we have to value ourselves and know that we are important and we help worth and we can be someone in this life someone that we we can create any type of life that we want Yes. Um, the first thing that everyone needs to understand is self-love is not selfish. Let me repeat that. Self-love is not selfish. So many people believe that in their lives. If you don't practice self-love, you have nothing to give away. You're giving from an empty vessel. In fact, <clears throat> you're not even giving, you're taking. Because whatever you're doing, there's some strings attached to it. Uh, something that you, an expectation that you have of some sort. So self-love isn't selfish. Uh, now I remember the point I wanted to make. And this is a really valuable point. We all have issues from the past, whatever people call them. Okay. Do not resolve them. There is no need to resolve them. All that you have to do when you feel the energy of anger and you go look at the story that's creating it, just go get aware of it and give it a little hug and let it know you love it. That's all you have to do. Don't resolve it because it's never going to leave you. It will always be there. What you want to do is go back and love it and thank it for getting you to where you are and let it know that you're just 
it's not needed on your journey anymore, but it's okay to be there. And it'll quiet right down and it becomes much easier to make choices. People, you know, some people say to me, um, and I deal with a lot of extreme cases of people, energetic and emotions and panic attacks and all kinds of things, you know, and they're like, oh, I had issues with my father, but I took care of those. It's like, okay, so they're running your life today. What do you mean? I said, if you think they're taken care of, they're running your life because they're still in there and they're still affecting you emotionally. What you're saying to me is you've got the courage to go back and look at it. And you came to some, some rationalization of how you handled it, which probably isn't even true. Instead of just going back and loving it and saying, thank you, but you're good now. Like I know who you are and you can be there, but I'm not going to react to you anymore. I'm just going to love you. That's very powerful. And for some reason, it's hard for people to look back and just accept it and just embrace it. Well, they, they see the big mess and they don't know what to do with it. And, and they aren't even looking at it. What they're really looking at is how they're creating their path in their future. Mm -hmm. And it's like, let the sleeping dog lie, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go back there and poke it. You know, where the way I'm living today isn't that great, but hey, I go out and buy shoes on the weekend and we go to Las Vegas and we do all these things in avoidance because of how we're feeling without even realizing it. So my life isn't too bad. You just go love it. Understand it. Love it. Don't judge it. Your life is out of control. The deeper you get into this, you'll see that it's totally out of control. And the best way to navigate life is in the present moment the absolute best way in the present moment from a place of love and you will sail through life in a beautiful journey right and the more we hold on to the resentment uh, of what happened the more we get in stuck and not allowing ourselves to feel. i love i love uh, a quote i saw on resentment mm -hmm. resentment is when you drink a glass of poison, hoping that somebody else will die. Mm. Mm. Uh, so many interesting ideas to explore. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I know it takes more time to dive deeper into that. But for those who would like to connect with you and uh, you know get to know more, where they can find you? Um, my website is true life purpose. Now true life purpose. Now that's mm -hmm. what I deliver to my clients. Um, I have, um, a free gift. I'll tell you a book that I'm going to give to everybody that they can download. Uh, what the primary book I wrote, the seven levels of truth is available on Amazon and it's everything I do in my coaching business. And if someone has an interest and would like to do a 20-minute clarity session with me, they can go to speaktobill, speaktobill.com, mm -hmm. and you can get on my calendar. <clears throat> Just please understand when you do that, um, the purpose of that is you're filling out, in essence, an application to see if you qualify for one of my programs. So it's a whole qualification process. People cannot get into my programs just because they show up. 
um, you have to, you, you, I've got to clearly know that you have this willingness because without it, your life would be destroyed. You like, you can't sneak in on half truths. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Right. Right. So I'm very careful because I had one woman, an attorney one time, I turned her down three times to come to one of my seminars. She was livid, right? You don't know what you're doing. I said, well, that's okay. Then she came on the fourth time. She got back to me and she came. And she said after, oh my God, you were so right. What this would have done to me back then, right? Because I don't, like, I don't play games. I get right to it. And I will show you how to live your life purpose. But you're not going to live your life purpose without a commitment to do that. Definitely. And I will include that in the show notes as well. Oh, wonderful. Check it out and see if they can connect with you and fill out the application. So, and also check out the book as well. You have more than one book. And uh, oh, yes, I forgot. (laughs) Yes. My the second book, Clarity Has No Story. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, you can download a free copy of that clarity has no story mm-hmm. at myfreebook.me myfreebook.me okay great yeah so all of the links will be there and i'm so thankful for uh, our conversation today it was a pleasure talking to you and if there anything else you want to tell to our listeners in closing Our greatest asset as a human being is free will and choice. Use it to improve your life. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, follow my show and leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. To check out Intern Store, go to internpodcast.com. Stay tuned.